Welcome to the Artist Engineer Podcast. Join me, Tony Tran. And me, Bill Robert Hodge. Along with our amazing guests, as we explore how people's inner artist and inner engineer present themselves in their technical careers, in the art they create, and most importantly, in living creative lives. Our guests today are Zach and Wayne from Lego Masters Season 2, with a special cameo from the Zach and Wayne family. Zach and Wayne share behind-the-scenes stories, including the ugly fish principle that got them accepted to the show, how they combine artistic vision, engineering techniques, and storytelling in their builds, how both willpower and waypower work in their collaboration as builders and brothers, finally, how fun, competition, and parenthood drive their many pursuits. Wayne is also the owner, director, and level four national coach at the Oasis Archery Science Institute of Stockton. Welcome, Zach. Welcome, Wayne, to the Artist Engineer Podcast. We know you from the TV show Lego Master Season 2, where you were the runner-up winners. Of course, you have much more interesting hobbies outside of Lego as well, which we're going to talk about. And on that show, we really saw amazing engineering. You built vehicles animals, both real and mythical, even clothing. <laughs> the archery hat was amazing. And there's also a side of creativity there. Uh, I didn't realize how much storytelling was going to be involved in the builds in your show. And that was uh, really interesting to see. Of course, for us in the show, this combination of engineering thinking and artist thinking uh, is such an interesting combination. So it's uh, great to talk to you and uh, hear what you have to say in those areas. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, having us here. Thank you, um, thank you. Yeah, definitely. It was uh, it was definitely really nerve wracking when we found out that we got onto Lego Masters and we really didn't know what we were going to be making on Lego Masters. We had kind of like a fishbowl of ideas just an up in our head. We called it a fishbowl, right? We just come in with a bunch of ideas, random ideas could be anything, right? And I think that's like the creative ideas, like maybe a fish, maybe an octopus. Um, we come up with, we, we know what we're good at building, uh, what kind of things interest us, like, uh, Chinese mythology, that kind of stuff was kind of like what we were thinking about. What else were we thinking? We were thinking about like Greek mythology and all those kind of things. Oh yeah. And then when it comes to, uh, like engineering or whatever, I'm pretty good at building like, like <laughs> RC stuff, uh, motorized things like that. So that's kind of like already like my base robotics. That's kind of like my base when it comes to Legos, like, uh, Usually when I'm playing with my Legos, I'm building something that's moving. And uh, so whenever they said motors or that, it's like, okay, I got this. <laughs> so, you know, fun fact right there, you know, was when we got on the show, right? For some reason, they were really enchanted by the thought that we were sushi chefs. So they were really hoping we'd play on that. You know, so the original... well, I mean, we said a lot of things. Yeah, we, said we said a lot of things, right? Uh, they were asking us a bunch of questions, and was like, "Yeah, we do that. We do this." <laughs> All right, what aren't we? That's the easier question. <laughs> there, there's well, always that element of TV, right, where they're trying to make you recognizable. But then I think that was maybe the fun part. At some point, if you just said Zach, and when you said like, "Oh, do you know those crazy guys who make crazy things that move?" <laughs> that was the association that came after a while, and it was. It was kind of funny, actually. So when you go on the show, right? I mean, the, we were, what did I tell you, Zach, the first day, right? I told him, Zach, 
we're on the show now. I mean, we got to this point. We were, this is more than we're expecting. I don't care what's going to happen first episode. Just unleash, show no mercy, give them no quarter. And then if we get lost, it's okay. We're going to leave with a bang and we'll never, ever look back at us with regret. But when we wound up winning the golden brick, I said like, oh, wow, Zach, that was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were really honestly surprised. Right? We're kind of going in here thinking like everybody else in this competition is pretty probably top notch right so oh, we yeah, gotta yeah. we gotta really show off exactly what we can do <laughs> so so speaking of the uh the challenges on the show and you mentioned earlier 28 years of building uh lego do you have a favorite build that you have or is that kind of an impossible question like a favorite child oh man i mean on the show or in general you pick i have to admit i still love the whale like to me that was like so after we lost the golden brick on like what episode three was it or four something like that i you know i just felt like you know that was able to give us back the form so uh, the hat challenge i have to admit that was amazing i thought like wow you should have seen everyone else's hats they were heavy like break your neck heavy when zach made that he was using the brick bend technique which used the actual flexibility of the brick to actually give us that organic shape and oh my gosh that thing was light like, honestly, it's like, you know, you could, you know, the only flaw is that I couldn't see straight ahead. So when I was walking, I could only look down and they had like these little tape lines I could watch, you know, that was, well, oh, you know, you know what I actually did like the hat, but the whale, oh, the whale was the one that made me laugh the most because at the time when they were filming, they were saying that, oh, you guys are building a whale skeleton. And me and Zach were just kind of looking at each other saying, it's like, no, we're not building a whale skeleton. We're building a whale. <laughs> So it's like they, everyone else at the time right there was like building like what the uh, hanging islands, you know, sea creature. And they were all about maybe roughly two feet, you know, but ours, six, six feet. <laughs> <laughs> Whales have four flappers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And four, a squid. And a squid. Yeah. Oh. She has a favorite too. Octopus. <laughs> yeah, octopus. You like octopus? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see when it comes to like favorite uh lego things like things that we've built i mean i pretty much like everything that i've built i always have a particular interest is um when it comes to motorized builds that's like i have uh so there's the ucs atat walker right that's like the one that came out last year and uh ever since i was a kid i've always wanted to have the walking one right the walking uh atat -AT walker it, it was a lego set when i was a kid and uh never got around to getting that as a kid uh as a lego set right but then they came out with uh the ucs atat -AT walker and uh i just recently put motors in it and i got it all walking and running and uh yeah that's that's definitely one of my favorites right now um one of my favorite builds that I think got me onto Lego Masters was uh, one of my RC tanks. Uh, and what it does is it deploys a bridge and it can run over it and pick it up from the other side. And then, um, yeah, pretty much anything Star Wars, RC tanks, military stuff. That's kind of like my favorite types of builds. Okay. And then my favorite build from Lego Masters would definitely have to be either definitely the whale, the our first build soaring dragon oh yeah that was a good one um our cliffhanger challenge one uh oh. heaven's castle yeah oh. those are some of my favorite builds from there yeah that that one was a good one too yeah during the heavens you know 
every single build, you know, there was a certain emotion or a feeling that we felt at that particular time when we built the dragon, right? You know, we were like our, our peak. We were just like, we're fresh. We're ready. We're going to make a statement when we built the whale, you know, that was like saying, okay, we're right in the middle of our zone, right? You know, we build fast, we build strong. We're able to do things that most people wouldn't be able to push with the physics of Lego. You know, it, we, it wasn't about the physics, but it's amazing how much we could do it, right? One simple principle just repeated time and time again. And then, you know, with the Heaven's Castle, right? You know, I was really, you know, I, it, man, it's like, you know, there was a lot of things going on behind the scenes, right? Like literally when that episode filmed, like literally the, the morning of, that's when my friend had passed away. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm just trying to keep myself together at the time. And, you know, I have to admit when I saw what Zach had made, right, you know, you had just seen the castle and you saw like, wow, we really built it out. But Zach built that motorcycle of my friend, like literally 10 seconds before uh, the timer was down. So that was really, you know, that one, that one will stick with you for a while. <laughs> this is fascinating. How much of it is kind of pre-planned build and how much of it is kind of in the moment on the fly? There must be some element of, I mean, especially these very complicated one, like some thinking that goes in, okay, here's the, here's the basic thing we're going to build. Okay. Some preparation to build that or some uh, element. I mean, certainly just to have the right pieces, I would think. <laughs> The difference between an orchestra and jazz, you know, <laughs> how much improvisation is there? I want to say it's a little bit more like jazz, actually. Okay. Okay. A little bit closer to jazz. Um, you don't know what they're going to ask of you. You know what you're, what instrument you're good at playing at. And, but then when they ask you, oh, I want something with a little bit of snap or zest right you got to give it to them mm -hmm. <laughs> right and figure out what that's supposed to mean <laughs> i mean for me i can pretty much use any lego piece right i can use it for something and um if you stick it on there we'll make it work right we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll blend it all together right just give me something we'll put it on there and try and not take pieces off of it <laughs> Well, you know, generally what was the mentality, right? You know, like you basically have your base level of clay or marble, and then, you know, you get a rough uh, definition of it. But then as time goes on, you shape it to exactly what its final form will be. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, our principle was make it strong first and foremost, right? Like, I think we can proudly say that when we were building that stuff for the most part, none of our stuff was ever prone to falling apart. So, you know, at its base, you know, the structure was sound. Yeah, I think in art, they would call that uh, making your canvas, preparing your canvas kind of thing, right? So it's, you got to make sure your structure and form is there so you can paint on it or you can build on it, right? So that's kind of what we were, what I was focusing on at, always at the beginning, right? It's, it's it makes something big, right? It's kind of looks bland, but it can hold a lot of stuff on it, right? Once you start building on it, that's, that's one of the things that um, uh, we had to do. And another thing is um, you kind of had to have an idea what you're going to build in the first five minutes. If you don't know what you're going to build in the first five minutes after they've told you what the challenge is, you're probably not going to do too well in that challenge. You mentioned a few very interesting techniques uh, like brick bending, um, et cetera. So, and then also we talked about the ability to respond quickly to uh, a challenge or a request. To me, that indicates a level of mastery. We call it kind of like from beginner to mastery, mm -hmm. where you can have a collection of, of ideas and techniques and be able to kind of do pattern matching when you need to. Mm -hmm. How did you, over 28 years, 
pick up these techniques? Is there a specific structured way? Also, what did you learn, if anything, from being on the Lego Masters show? Any kind of new techniques, anything that that you are not familiar with? I think what I found on Lego Masters is an appreciation for different kinds of building. Um, Not different kinds of building or simple, simple structures, which can turn into complicated shapes. So like on Lego Masters, you came across like a lot of these kind of pieces. These ones here are like really flexible and then you can actually bend this into a shape like you can force it into a shape almost like clay and like this was kind of handy on the with the hat challenge right a lot of the volume was actually from this kind of stuff and then um another thing was like lego ball joints those ended up being one of the number one like important lego piece on lego masters right make sure you get all the ball joints use all the ball joints right because you can make a lot of different shapes using the ball joints because you have so much, many degrees, so many degrees of uh, freedom, angle and like angling parts the way you need it. Um, another thing is building with bricks, right? Uh, I kind of figured out a way how to be able to to make really strong structures really quick. It's like not building with your standard bricks in the typical orientation which you're used to building them in right because it's like almost i want to say like wood they almost have a grain so you have to build with the grain to get the structure in it yeah kind of interesting stuff yeah Mm. (laughs) that like kind of came across while we were on lego masters i mentioned i was surprised by how much on the show how much storytelling they were asking you for how much is that normally part of your lego builds i didn't i didn't really put that together that uh, you're not just constructing pieces, but you're kind of telling a story or, or invoking emotion. Was that is that just for the show, or is that often happening um, outside the show as well when you're I building? Think, I think actually it just comes naturally, right? Oh, right. Really? So, the, so like imagine the comedian, right? They're coming up with like their funniest story, or right? It just happens, right? It's just oh, they're off in the store, and then some guy said this or something like that, and like I think that's what happened a lot while we were on Lego Masters, right? So we got like the fried chicken story. We oh, got yeah. uh, uh, we got like the smoothie story while we were on Lego Masters. Uh-huh. What other stories do we got over uh, there? I don't know. It's like remember the ninja story that was funny. Ninja too. story, but like ones that involved us in the show. Like what? Which ones did we like have a story for? That wasn't. That wasn't. Remember the one where we had like what the dogs chase. Remember because like we were the with the windmill episode. Oh so, yeah, with the windmill. So with some context right now, every single challenge there was something behind the scenes we could connect with the windmill challenge. We had eaten these really spicy like the chicken was black that's how like spicy it was you know like the day of right you know i told the assistant give us your entire case of tums because we are dying of acid reflux right here (laughs) you know and i remember just telling everyone yeah i think that's one piece of advice when going on lego masters don't eat spicy food yeah or generally or any high stress situation yeah right Uh, (laughs) Try and keep away from your phone. Don't eat spicy food. Yeah, yeah. that's good All advice. Right. I think that's that solid advice. advice. <laughs> oh, and whenever you whenever you get a drink from somebody, check if there's something. Oh yeah, in it, that too. You know? Yeah, yeah. Check check the food. Always yeah, check. The always food. check the food. Okay, so I was the paranoid one of the unit, right? So yeah, that was the funny thing. It's like my brother talks a lot of like paranoia stuff, right? And it's like after after the one time he's right. Now you always got to listen to him. <laughs> What do you mean the one time I was always okay, right? Okay, I yeah. was always right. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was the yeah, joke. Yeah, that was the joke, right? Exactly. It's like, Zach's a genius. And Wayne's always right. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm never wrong. 
This is a good lead in actually for a question about collaboration and uh, and and also on storytelling and, and the fact you've been doing this together for 28 years. So you are obviously longtime uh, collaborators. Uh, but what what's it like working with as two brothers? I'm, I'm a person with three brothers. And I can't say that we've ever uh, worked on anything particularly this close and uh, or hobbies or anything like that. We have some shared interests, but you two seem pretty deep into it. And I imagine that can be a strength and also a challenge. Me and Wayne have kind of like our own lives. I was, at the time, I was pretty much just doing sushi, taking care of my kids, working on my own Lego project. And then Wayne was focusing on his business, building stuff for the archery range. And then from time to time, I'd be helping him put up stuff here on the range. And um, that was kind of but we're brothers, right? So we always can count on the fact, hey, we're brothers. When the time comes, we're we're in it together, right? We're 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 gonna win this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? We're gonna we're gonna kick some ass. <laughs> yeah. You know, the way that we were the way that we operate, right? It's like, you know, me and Zach right there, it's like we're capable of independent operating independently. But it's like, you know, when we have a shared goal, you know, it's like, you know, he sees things that he can optimize, I see things I can optimize, but it's just amazing. I generally find that I have a lot of willpower, but Zach has the way power. So if anything could get done, it's usually because this guy makes it possible. This is one of the most epic stories I can tell you right now. I don't know if you've ever seen those Quonset huts, right? Those gigantic, like what metal dome buildings they use, like an mm-hmm. airplane hangar. For airplane hangars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted one. Yeah, he wanted one. And I, and I was I was telling my mom, don't 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 let him buy it. Don't let him buy it, right? Cause but, it's because it's like okay, so, okay, 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 okay. But we bought this it. This was like a conversation over a course of three months. Okay, it's okay. Like, let me finish this. Okay. Long story short, if you ever do want to get a Quonset hut, rule number one, I highly suggest you don't do it. Second time, if you really want, okay, really think about. It. Third time, okay, you need to talk with this guy or me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like so we. It's one of those things where like, you know, the greater the challenge, the more it glues you together. It's like, you know, that's the thing, right? In order for the greatest things to happen, a lot of heat and pressure are required. So I feel like Mm -hmm. me and Zach have that unique ability. Like, you know, when the time comes, we can really, you know, produce a diamond or we can make a sword that really can conquer what we are accomplishing. So Uh, high pressure situations are good for us. Mm So go, going back to a kind of your process for Lego. So we talked, we heard about different, a couple of different techniques, lots of different techniques from kind of an artist engineer mindset. Uh, when you're typically planning out your Lego builds, are you um, like, what, how's, how do those two things go together? Kind of the artistic vision of it versus how you marry that with the kind of the engineering side of it, how you actually do the construction. Are you, uh, is it all happening together? Or are you kind of trying to deliver an artistic vision first? How does that kind of, how do you think through that? I usually start off with function. Um, I want to say I'm a little bit closer to like the engineering part first and then follow it up with a little bit of creativity and artistry. Um, I spend a lot of time to make sure the motions are reliable and um, they they work when you expect them to work, right? And um, after that, it's you you spend as much time as possible um, adding all the small details, greeble works, um, like 
things. The it's the ugly fish principles. Right? Ugly fish principle. Yeah. So what, what, what was ugly? Yeah. So like you know when we were on when we were first applying for the show, they had us build like an intro, build the show. Oh yeah, we yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, admittedly for me, I don't feel as strong as building a Zach. You know, because like you know when I see him build, I said like, okay, how can you compare to that? But you know, I had built this uh, fish, right? You know, because like at the time we were doing sushi, right. and you know, we were just laughing ourselves, like, "Is this really the all I can possibly do from a building side?" Yeah, and then I was telling my brother, right, that may look like an ugly fish, but you know, you put that in a sushi bar, you put it in an environment, that fish kind of blends in. Yeah, so <laughs> right, it, you know, it fits the scene, right? Yeah. You build the environment around the ugly fish, and then the ugly fish doesn't look ugly anymore. Yeah. <laughs> It was funny, actually, because he built an actual ugly fish. And I was telling myself, like, wow, this ugly fish looks cool. So it's like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, art can be so subjective if you think about it. But I think if you actually see it for what it is, it's just supposed to evoke something, right? And I think the feeling we had at that time, it's like, you know, what were we feeling at that particular moment? And how are we going to put it into reality? Because, like, you know, I mean... For me, right, I'm a I'm a very big dreamer kind of guy. So to me, that's just a big thing. Everything is a dream, and it will stay here unless you make it real. Now, for me, since I'm an archery guy, right? I it's think like, this is where like this is becomes the reverse, right? Mm -hmm. You, uh, so that's like I guess you got to be able to, that you can switch it around. I can switch it around, right? Yeah, I can start off with functionality first, and then build the creativity or start off with the creative elements and the artist artistic vision and then go back to the functionality i can do either or um but i think the ugly fish principle thing that's kind of like starting off with the creative element right and then going to find out how can we fill it with something technical something engineering like make it motorize make it move make it do something um that's where it becomes the reverse yeah, I don't want to pigeonhole the, the two of you. It sounds like uh, Wayne is the artist, Zach is the engineer, but uh, I'm sure there's quite a lot of overlap. Uh, so for me, I <laughs> my my artistry is in my ability to keep talking. And yeah, talking, yeah, so. that's it, right? Yeah. You know, Wayne's just talking and talking, and then he'll just say some sort of like buzzword oh i want to build an octopus i want to build uh, an elephant i want to build an octopus and i'm going mad it's like who's gonna really build this hey, hey, so, so this was the joke right it's like you know when i was on the show with zach you know i want to build a, a phoenix i want to build hey 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 so zach, a pirate it's, ship it, it, it's amazing right the reason why the whale was such a fun build for us is because like within three seconds we both said it's like zach wayne whale it's like we said like, oh you thought whale too great there you go so it's like it's nice when things align right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but that brings us to kind of our last topic here how interesting your other uh hobbies are outside of lego a lot of uh i think uh when you mentioned a lot of combat sports archery fencing shooting you already mentioned sushi chefs i can imagine like all those kind of external interests cross-pollinate your ideas into lego so I can see how where the creativity comes from. How uh, is there something that kind of uh, that ties all of your interests together? A common thread, something around creativity, something around combat. Uh, so I guess for me, right, like you know, uh, what's my big thing? You know, at the end of the day, right, you know, I'm always chasing something that's fun, right? Something that evokes like what you know, some sense of accomplishment. And for me, I'm really particularly fond of like you know that primitive lifestyle where people are actually like what you know catching things with bow and arrow like with fire that type of thing ironically i'm not an outdoorsy guy but i can appreciate the theme of that 
So when I was in the Philippines, the thing that I really, because at the time, right, when, before I had come back from the Philippines, you know, basically classically just get good grades, right? Like I was the dumb one of Mike's class with a 4.0. Everyone else had a 5.0. That was the thing that irritated me saying like, dang it, why the heck is everyone here so much smarter than me? I can't bridge the gap. But then somewhere along the woke up said, wait a minute, I'm six foot tall and I like to play uh, all these sports, right? You know, but at the time my mind was not really thinking, you know what? I'm actually more suited for something more physical, right? So my dad was in the Philippine military and, you know, I had just seen it, right? It's like my mom gave us the basis of like, you have to be good in your education. You have to be able to take care of that aspect. But I find myself enjoying, you know, like when I was in the Philippines, I was spearfishing a lot. And, you know, when you go to a third world country, it was kind of funny, right? It's like, it's amazing. Day one, I remember telling myself, what the heck am I doing here? <laughs> You know, and I think that's the, I wouldn't say it's like, you know, I don't think it was a country that was trying to kill me every three seconds, but you know, you can kind of feel the, you can kind of feel what happens to be under that constant pressure to like what, you know, make good decisions. You know, there's a certain carelessness that goes away once you've been in those type of situations. So for me now it's like, okay, whenever I do something, I do it with always the intention of like what making sure this somehow improves or doesn't take away from what I do. It just so happened that it was fishing, archery, taekwondo, all of these sports. And to me, it's like, okay, it's kind of like a warrior mentality, I feel. You know, that's to me what I feel like I've absorbed over this lifetime. I never want to be putting myself in a situation where I'm caught, un caught unawares. I want to be like, okay, I'm able to not only like fight the fight, I can come back home. You know, I don't like the thought of like, okay, I don't want to. I need to think about this more. I'm thinking too. <laughs> uh, I, uh, there's a lot of recurring themes. Fish keep coming up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and say, uh, when you might be a Navy SEAL at heart. <laughs> I I, yeah, I actually did want to. I actually was trying to become part of like what you know the Naval Academy at some point, but once again, I, that was another thing right there. But I feel like okay, that should be like some sort of some sort of meme or something, yeah. right? It's like ah oh, man. I should have joined the army <laughs> or I should have joined the SEALs. <laughs> that should be like some kind of a meme, right? It'd be like some guy just going about his day and he'll be, darn it, I should have joined the army. <laughs> right? It'd be like an entire like, commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Very kind of action oriented and competition and physical, you know, you're not, you're not going to, you don't want to just sit with your thoughts. You want to make them real. You yeah. know, or bring them into the physical existence, I think it sounds like. That seems like a theme for you. I think yeah. uh, that's called initiative, taking the initiative. Yeah. I do yeah. have a lot of initiative. Taking oh, the initiative. Yeah. How about you, you Zach? Oh, man. I think right now I'm kind of living a dad lifestyle, right? <laughs> it's like, man. <laughs> well, well, that I just want to do nothing all day. Just let me play with my Legos in peace. <laughs> Yeah, and for me, and for me, I'm like, come on, Zach, we got to go here. We got to talk to these people. This is what we can do. It's like, I think that's my that that's what the relationship. Right, we my have sister, my sister's like, my sister's like, say, go, oh, Zach. It looks like you've been putting on some weight, and I'm like, <laughs> ah, I got an excuse. I'm a dad. <laughs> you know? it's like, right, I, I'm a little bit more reluctant than trying to be right. Right. Uh, well. Oh, a dad that's a Lego master, I think, is a great dad for for kids. I'm sure your kids love it. Oh, yes. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I'm sure. 
sometimes I forget that I'm a dad, right? And it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm a kid all day playing with my Legos, right? And it's like, uh, yeah, I think even even a a dad who's a kid uh, and knows how to play is a good dad too. So, uh... yeah, yeah. Well, Zach and Wayne, I think this has been an amazing conversation. We learned so much about Lego, so much about spear fishing. So, uh, <laughs> really appreciate your time. Bill, do you have any last comments, thoughts, questions? No, this has been super fun, and uh, I love I love seeing uh, two brothers who are uh, so close and collaborative and uh, enjoy each other's company and and the same interests. So, uh, uh, super enjoyable. Thank you both so much. Uh, thank yeah, you. I appreciate you guys for having us, and thank you for all the patience for the getting this set up. You know, hopefully we'll be able to do this again sooner than later. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can email us at podcast at theartistengineer.com if you have show ideas or want to follow up with feedback or just want to say hi. We'd love to hear from you, so feel free to connect. You can find more information about this episode in the show notes at www.theartistengineer.com. And finally, if you enjoyed the show, please leave an iTunes review as it helps the show get discovered by more people. And also hit the subscribe button.